so yeah, I mean, like, I guess I'll start it off. We don't know a lot about E3. Like, since the whole COVID thing started, we've basically just been kind of rolling with the punches. Last year, I f- like, I can't really remember much of E3 last year because there was, like, this Summer Games Fest that Jeff Keighley did that also aligned around the time that E3 was going on and there was just like a bunch of random shows with some announcements. I do remember Sony had a state of play during E3 right after they said they weren't going to be at E3 (laughs) and then Nintendo had a direct and then Microsoft had their usual conference. Um, And that's similar. Interesting because like E3 is coming back after it was getting its lunch ate and downsized and having people drop off what felt like year after year. So it's interesting that the big three are actually back at it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Sony still hasn't announced what they're doing or anything, really. Uh, Microsoft is going at the usual time on the usual day. Same with Nintendo. Um, but still kind of up in the air on what Sony's doing. But yeah, I'm kind of... I'm hoping that this year is like a bigger deal than what last year was. I feel like I was quite underwhelmed um, from last year. And to be honest, like with this whole virtual situation, there's been a lot fewer leaks. If you notice that, like usually about like right now we're getting like full E3 agenda sheets with like everything that's going to happen. You know what I mean? That's yeah, not yeah. happening right now. I think that's probably yeah. just down on the fact that like, you know, everything's virtual, so everything's digital. You can't meet someone in a coffee shop and hand them, a, like, a cheat sheet or anything. You might yeah, not even exactly. be able to print it. And then you don't have, like, you know, workers that are working outside of the industry helping to set up the event and stuff like that uh, that can potentially leak stuff as well. So Yeah, that too. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're in for some more surprises this year. Um, I guess I'll start with, like, I guess we should do like a few predictions on what the big three might do. Uh, and I'll start with Microsoft because they go first and um, they have the most unique event this year. So they announced their event is going to be a joined event with Bethesda. Um, they just spent the big buku bucks on purchasing Bethesda and clearly they want to show off some great Bethesda games at the Microsoft event, um, letting everybody know, hey, this is like a reason to own an Xbox. And I have a feeling that, you know, like the big, huge games that Bethesda has in its pipeline right now are um, Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, I expect that we're going to be seeing a lot of Starfield because that game has been hinted for like, what, three years now? And they haven't really shown much of it. Uh, I don't think we're going to see much on Elder Scrolls 6. Maybe they'll announce it if they haven't. Like, I don't think they have already formally. So maybe they like did. An they showed like a, oh, okay. they showed like a teaser going over some like mountains and shit yeah. with the title. So we might get a proper trailer with some gameplay or something, but it'll probably be no great shakes for that. And I assume most of their time, or at least Todd Howard's time, is going to be devoted to Seinfeld. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, that seems like the most likely situation. Um, I think, yeah, Starfield, I think, is going to be the main game that Bethesda shows. And I think if, like, they... I think Starfield's, like, a definite go, whether it's this year or not. 
I think this is a big show for uh, Starfield and Bethesda because I feel like Microsoft wouldn't join Bethesda at their event if they didn't have like at least one big thing to show off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they got something. So I, I think Starfield will be shown, and a lot of people assume it's just going to be like Fallout or Elder Scrolls in space, but I don't I don't really think that's the case. I think this is going to be something really different. Um, oh, man, I just realized, like, so I've been assuming that this is going to be, like, Starfield, like, it, it could be, like, a Mass Effect-style, like, third-person game, you know, basically Elder Scrolls in space, like everyone's been saying. But they could also be trying to make, like, a flight simulator of some sort, and that sounds terrifying to me, and I really want to see it. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound terrifying, actually. I want to see um, ships just glitching through the air. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I think Starfield should be cool, for sure. Um, I also, I mean, we're definitely going to see Halo Infinite, because I'm pretty sure that's still supposed to come out this year, uh, after getting delayed from last year. So, hopefully that game is in a way better state than it was whenever they first showed it off, because it was in bad shape. Um, so they delayed it and brought on some new people to kind of fix some stuff. Uh, so hopefully that looks a lot better. And then, I mean, there's just like a whole plethora of studios that Microsoft's purchased that we know, like we haven't seen anything from. So, uh, I imagine we'll get some, some shit from those too. Oh yeah. I'm sure that they'll have tons of interesting indie titles too, because they either have partnerships or just snapped up a bunch of smaller studios. Like you were saying, um, yeah, I yeah. do think that we are definitely going to see Halo. What I'm honestly expecting is more backlash because it's not as good as people expected it to look. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see if that's still backwards compatible. There's been a lot of back and forth that since it's been delayed, it's going to be an Xbox Series X only game because of all the backlash on how bad it looked. Um, so I'll be interested to see how that see how that goes, you know. Damn, it, it, it's actually interesting because I feel like a lot of that backwards compatibility just comes in the form of, like, disabling ray tracing, um, scaling back some of, like, the anti-aliasing and maybe even the resolution. But, like, it's, other than that, the same software that it's running on top of, for the most part, between the Xbox versus Xbox and the one before it, whose name I forget, the Xbonix, whatever. This is getting confusing. Yeah. The sex bone sex. Um, yeah, the sex bone sexy bone. Uh, you don't think it kind of holds them back to have to have the lowest common denominator be the consoles that came out in 2013 that couldn't even, or not 2013. Was it 2013? Was it that long ago? Yeah. When did the PS4 came out? come out? Is that 2013? Holy shit. I can't I, um, I cannot remember. Um but to the, like those back then consoles could those consoles couldn't even run like launch games at 1080. You know, so like you don't think it's hampering the development to ha still have to build a game that actually functions on something like the base PS4 or the base Xbox 1. So like I feel like you I feel like if you're if you're building a game that for like the lowest like common denominator or whatever for lack of a better description being the like brand new next gen consoles, I feel like there's a lot more 
um, or I guess a lot less compensation. You know what it, I mean? Yeah, it depends on what system, like what platform was targeted in the development first. How I would do it is like PS5 slash, well, obviously Halo's not coming out on the fucking PS5, but like Xbox Super Sex first, and then see what can I get to run on the older model just by, you know, turning the graphics down, essentially. Basically, like, y you know how people have uh, made The Witcher 3 on the uh, Switch run and look like close to The Witcher 3 running on something else with the side effect of melting the Switch because there was too much yeah. fucking heat? Basically the opposite of that. Basically the opposite of that. So it really yeah. is just there's a lot of factors. It depends on... It honestly depends on how similar the platforms are, which uh, I'm pretty sure that they are, but, you know, there's no 100% guarantees on that because we don't know 100% of the things about those platforms and also how they're developed for it. So it's just going to be a big we'll see. Because Horizon Forbidden West and the new God of War, Ragnarok are going to be on the ps4 as well and a lot of people are not happy about it uh, i will say i have noticed that the game like ps5 is probably a better showcase for like the difference between games that had to be built for ps4 and games that just came to ps5 and i will say that the games that just came to ps5 returnal demon souls um i think those are the only two uh those look run and play significantly better uh, than some of the backwards uh like some of the games that were still developed for the ps4 like miles morales and um some of the third party stuff like there is a huge upgrade uh like P like miles morales looks way better on the ps5 but like there is a bunch of i'd say like exclusive the haptic feedback stuff seems to be only properly implemented on like PS5 exclusive games. You know what I mean? Is yeah, it, yeah. I, I can't. Well, the, the thing that that would be the major difference between those two platforms is the PS5 controller has all of the haptic feedback shit that it can do that you can't do on PS4. So. You would have to assume that, like, especially Miles Morales and, like, even the Final Fantasy VII remake were both, we know, targeted towards PS4s. So, those are essentially, like, upgrade ports, whatever. Um, and so it would make sense why they wouldn't have any of the new haptic feedback stuff in them if they're targeting both platforms at once. But yeah. Well, yeah, I see. We'll have to see. See what you mean. Yeah, I think as the years go on, you know, and they start moving away from the PS4, it's kind of uh, in parallel. The games will just get more advanced because at the same time, they've been most of the games that are coming out now have been spending the majority of their development time on the PS4. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Horizon Forbidden West, it's like. Of course, it's coming to PS4 because it spent probably 70% of its development time being developed on the PS4. So why wouldn't it come to PS4? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised so. that people are angry about that, given how long it's been in development. But, I know, you, know, right? you know, gamers. <laughs> I mean, they're, 
they are the most understanding. Yeah, you know, that nobody ever friends. sends out death threats or calls someone's mom a whore or anything like that. It's all all 100% civil discussion when it comes to gamers and, you know, anything. Happiest group of people I know. <laughs> For real. Uh so yeah, I mean, I guess that's really all I have for Microsoft and Bethesda. Um, without the leaks or anything to really speculate on there. It's just... I hope to see a lot from the studios. What is it, 12 or something studios that Microsoft's purchased over the last few years? Uh, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice. I hope to see some stuff from that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess... Fable... Yeah, I really want to see Fable. Playground Games, the people who did the Forza Horizon games are making the Fable game. And we got a teaser last year. Uh, so it'll be nice to hopefully get like a nice trailer for that. Wouldn't it be cool if Halo Infinite, Starfield, and Fable were all coming out this year? That'd be nice. Um, I think that for Fable, you aren't going to see that until like next year, maybe two years oh, yeah, from now. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be awesome think, if they all came out this year. Um, yeah, holy shit! I think what a year, what a year for Xbox for, <laughs> for Xbox exclusives for the first time in like forever. Is there anything that they haven't really uh, announced or hinted at that you think uh, or you would hope to see? Mm. You know, I would. It's. You know what? No, because Microsoft is very transparent. Like they show a lot of their shit pretty early from my experience. I, I think like in the opposite of Nintendo and sometimes Sony, they'll show a game three, four years before it comes out. Like we had we had glimpses of Avowed, which is um, obsidian's new art like western rpg which that game is probably like forever out but we got glimpses of a lot of stuff from them um, oh yeah i forgot they bought obsidian yeah you think that they'll uh and, and, they're probably working on that western rpg but uh you think they'll do anything with like the outer worlds too i think that's coming it got received so it had such positive reception and i played it loved it I imagine there's a sequel coming, but I think Avowed is just... I'm pretty sure Avowed is Obsidian's next game, so I would think it, uh, that might come first uh, before an Outer Worlds 2, but who knows. Maybe some more cool Game Pass shit. I think the Xbox like cloud streaming platform seems pretty promising. Um, I think it kind of put stadia to bed xbox cloud streaming's beta put stadia to bed i think stadia uh, put stadia to bed to be honest yeah they didn't need any help no. with that actually yeah they're pretty terrible but yeah i don't know nothing i can think of honestly i think it's kind of a mystery to to be real all right uh who's up next with Nintendo because Microsoft and the Nintendo are the only two that have really announced that they're doing stuff. Sony's still kind of up in the air, although I think it's pretty safe to say that Sony is going to be at E3 this year. I think it would be stupid for them not to be there. Um, 
we talked a little bit about this on our last podcast where there were leaks of the Nintendo Switch Pro. A lot of people thought it was coming last week, and then a lot of people thought it was coming, announcement was coming this week, and it just never happened, which is, you know, the theme of the Switch Pro um, is rumors and rumors of it getting announced and then it not getting announced. I think this might be the 20th time that's happened. Uh, but Nintendo announced on Twitter that they are, they will be showing, they'll have like a 45-minute direct with a three-hour-long treehouse thing where they do gameplay of the games that were announced during the direct. And they mentioned specifically that it was just going to be mostly software and software that's coming out this year in 2021. So I'll be interested to see what's there because we don't know anything about what's coming out in 2021 for Nintendo. Literally nothing past like June yeah. or no, July. Uh, Skyward Sword HD comes out in July, but that's it. That's all we know. I I don't think they've announced a single fall game. Not that I can think of. Like they, we have teasers for a bunch of stuff. We have uh, Breath of the Wild two. We have Metroid Prime four. Um, but we don't have anything concrete about those. Prime 4 is still so far away. They're, like, still hiring, like, writers and programmers for that game. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so I, I don't think that's going to be anytime soon. I'll be surprised if that even shows up on whatever this Switch is. Um, I would say we're going to see Breath of the Wild 2. I wouldn't be surprised if Breath of the Wild 2 is their big fall game. Um, and if it is, fucking awesome. You know, I'm... I'd be hyped for that. I really want to play like Breath of the Wild 2. I really want to see what it is. All we've seen is that one trailer that implicates so many different possibilities on the way they could go with this. Um, I'm interested to see if they use the same map or a new map or if they do like a Dark World type thing and flip this shit. Yeah, that'd be um, interesting. It'll, yeah, it would be... I'm really interested to see what they do. They spent a lot of time on this for a game that is going to be running in the same engine as breath of the wild. So I think, I think we're in for some cool shit there. I would be surprised if I would be totally surprised if a switch pro got announced. <laughs> um, because at this point, like I'm totally convinced it'll never happen, but it like, it has to happen. Like if you're wrong so many times, eventually it's got to happen. Frank. Well, you know what I mean? Or they could just announce like the new Switch, whatever that is. Like not like the Switch, the Switch 2. 2, the double Switch starring Corey Haim or whatever. Yeah. Double Switch. <laughs> Switch. Um Yeah, that'd be cool. And then it's Zelda's 35th anniversary and if they treat Zelda similar to they did to what they did with Mario's 35th anniversary, we'll get a bunch of shitty ports. For great uh, Zelda games. Oh yeah, and they'll also um, and not then, be available after like five days or whatever. A certain, yeah, a very certain period of time. But I love Zelda. I'm a much bigger Zelda fan than I am a Mario fan. So hopefully we get some of the cool Zelda games that I love, which I'm really hoping for Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time because I really don't want to pick up my 3DS to play it, and I would like to play that on the go. Yeah. I'm surprised that those uh, haven't gotten like like. Any sort of port to the Switch? Are there, like, there's no virtual console of those because there's no Switch virtual console because, you know, Nintendo's going backwards, I guess. 
They have that online thing that I think is pretty decent, where they they Super Nintendo and the NES have, um, like if you subscribe to their online service, you get I don't know I think there's like thirty. Oh yeah, games and that's cool, but like. You know they have they have Still the N64. They Nintendo have the GameCube yeah. that they haven't like that they could put new VC games for. It's because they want to remaster them and sell them to us at full price. Well, I haven't really been doing much of that either. I know, right? That's what that's what I'm saying. If you're not going to give me an option to play it, or at least stop suing these fucking ROM sites. Just just give it give it to me, right? Just give it. I'll pay you the yeah, money. Shut up and take my money. I'm, I. I I will if you put Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time in a remaster, I will pay full price for that. I'm a sucker for those games. Those are like my favorite games. It's a couple of my favorite games of all time. So give them to me, and I'll. I'm and I'm not the only one. Okay, so many people would buy that. I also think like you really have. How hard would it be to take the Wii U ports of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and put them on the Switch, dude? Come on. How has that not happened yet? Yeah, it must be harder than we think because it hasn't. I mean, they're already in fucking HD. I know, right? Like, I don't I don't know if there's any sort of architecture differences to worry about, but they also just um, they had the Mario Kart that they did. Yeah, Mar- they've, they've ported every fucking Wii U game. Frank, every one of them. <laughs> I can't think of a very... I think, like, literally, the Zelda games are the only thing left stranded on the Wii U. They've ported everything. Pikmin. Pikmin <laughs> got ported. And the Zelda games did not. Everyone's favorite, um, Pikmin. The one, the wonderful 101 got ported. Did it? Like, all these, like... Yeah, all these, like, niche fucking games, dude. Got ported to the Switch from the Wii U, and Zelda, Twilight Princess, and Wind Waker are still sitting over there. It's shocking. That's real weird. And then they're they're porting Skyward Sword, so awesome. Um, so hopefully we get some 35th anniversary stuff for Zelda. They usually do some cool stuff for the anniversary. I think for the 25th anniversary they had like a bunch of the cool amiibos, and then like a special edition console. Um. I'm hoping we get some solid games out of this one. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is supposed to be coming this fall. There's no release date for that as of now or that I know of. So imagine we'll get like a new trailer and release date for that. And then uh, I'm sure it's a 45-minute presentation at E3, so I'm sure we're going to get pretty like pretty good shit in that. New... new uh... A new F Zero isn't going to be announced as is not a new Star Fox. I'm just gonna say it right now. Um, they are not going to acknowledge either of those exist. We will see a game starring Stanley the Bugman from Donkey Kong Three before we see another F Zero. I think. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think F Zero is coming. No. They, or scratch that. Here's what they're gonna do. They're either gonna shove Captain Falcon into another thing and just try to call it good, or they'll make one of those stupid like camera carts that's just an F Zero ship, and then they'll be like, It's the thing that you wanted and I'm like, No, it's not at all. Yeah. It, well actually that's a good question. What weird sort of uh 
I guess, toy game thing do you think Nintendo's going to announce? Because they always seem to have one. They had Labo, they had that uh, Mario Kart thing. Yeah. Not interested in. Yeah. Gonna announce them in toilet. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be able to take. I'm sure Nintendo it'll home. be. I'm sure it'll be some weird controller or something. Um. Oh fuck! I don't know. It, they get pretty. They are a toy company. They get pretty creative with this shit. Yeah. Uh, they might announce more Labo stuff, actually, or like a Labo too. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that because they really haven't expanded upon that since they launched it. No, they haven't. They have not. Yeah, that's that's a good prediction, Frank. I don't know. I'll be excited to see what kind of new toys we got coming. That I'll like be like, oh, I want to buy that. It looks so cool, and then I won't because I'll realize that I'll use it one time and then it'll sit on a shelf somewhere. Yeah, at this point, you really have to just buy toys and stuff like that as display pieces and not to actually use them. Yeah, if it's good enough, if I think my daughter will enjoy it, I'll use that as an excuse and <laughs> she'll, she'll play with it so much and I'll have to play with it with her until I get tired of it. Uh, so. Yeah, there you go. You know. She really likes Mario. She's a very big Mario fan. But th yeah. um, who else do we got? Sony. It's the final, the final, uh, the final one of the big three. Sony just had a huge presentation where they showed off Horizon Forbidden West, and. Didn't announce release date. Nice. Even though that game was supposed to come out this year, I don't think they'll, it's going they'll to. probably like they'll probably announce it at E three whether or not it comes out this year. I do think one thing we'll hear is this supposed Last of Us remake that's pointlessly coming out on the PlayStation Five. So yeah, how many times are you going to release this game and show it to us? Like, yeah, it's a great game. People love it. How many mel but melancholy guitar trailers can you make? How You're just going to make a 4K trailer that looks like The Last of Us 2, but is The Last of Us 1? Yeah. Game that everyone's seen a lot of already. I mean, if they're just like, yeah, The Last of Us 1's getting a remaster, here you go, and it takes up like 10 seconds, then fine. But if they spend any time explaining the upgrades or why people should buy it. I'm not going to be happy about it. You think they're going to bring out like Mark Kearney or something and have a big technical discussion on how the, <laughs> on the last of us remaster on the last of us remaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, check out all the haptic feedback we added. <laughs> now when you like take a golf club to somebody's skull, it feels so good. And I love the game is that so they dark went out and actually killed someone with a golf club in order to perfect how that feels. I know. Like it's like how when you, <laughs> it's like when Yuji Naka went out and raced Ferraris because he needed to make a game about Ferraris. That's so good. Speaking of it's which, a, a little not. a little piece of news as an aside: Yuji Naka apparently got fired from Square Enix because of Battle in Wonderland. Oh yeah, that game sucks. Yeah, well it does suck. Yeah, they just let his ass go. 
Square Enix doesn't fuck around anymore, man. They've been like making good games lately. I mean, Square has done the incredibly stupid thing of, you know, they dumped IO Interactive, which uh, went well for them because, you know, it's not like IO Interactive released two good Hitman games after that, basically. Yeah. I mean, Hitman 3 was a banger for sure. Um, yeah, Square Enix is another one. I think they're supposed to have a showcase too. But they have, speaking of Square Enix, Final Fantasy 16 is a PS5 exclusive. Would really like to see that. Uh, the trailer they showed at the state of play they had before the PS5 launch looked fucking great. Uh, apparently some of the higher up people that work on Final Fantasy 14 are working on Final Fantasy 16. And as a really big Final Fantasy 14 fan, that is very promising. Um, because Final Fantasy 14 may be the only MMO I've ever played with a, with a decent story. And not just decent, but like actually legitimately fucking great. Is this one also um, going to be an MMO? No, it's not. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited I... to see... Yeah, I, I expect that you're going to see more on the next segment of the FF7 remake. Yeah, we should, because they have the Integrate whatever coming out next week, which is the DLC uh, that's exclusive to PS5. It's like an extra chapter. Um, so... With that coming next week, it'd be like a good opportunity to be like, hey, check out this awesome DLC that's exclusive to the PS5. And also, here is the next, you know, entry in the Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> the Final Fantasy VII game series. Say it. The Final fa <laughs> I don't want to say it, Bray. Don't make me say it, man. The Final Fantasy VII franchise. It really is a franchise. Let's see, we've franchise. had Final Fantasy VII, we've had Dirge of Cerebus, we have had um, uh, fucking Crisis Core, we had Advent Children as the movie, there's a bunch of written stuff, and now we have a remake that is three separate games. It's the Final Fantasy VII franchise. But Final uh, Fantasy VII really does have a... has such... so much shit around it, right? People really liked those characters, but... You think it's that they're going to screw people? Well, you think they're going to screw PS4 overs owners over by making the next chapter PS5 exclusive? I don't. I think Final Fantasy 16 will be the PS5 exclusive. I think Final Fantasy 7 will be out on PS4, at least the second entry. It, it depends on how quickly these roll out, right? Like Final Fantasy 7 remake came out. The year before last year, right? Yeah. And so if they come out with Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, what what if that comes out next year? Um, and then part three, I mean we don't know how big these are. You know, so like if part three comes out a couple years after that, I'm I'm sure it might end up appearing on the PS4. I don't see the PS4 getting abandoned as quick as previous generations because it's now getting so easy to like accommodate older hardware yeah. and Final Fantasy 7 already looked fucking next gen on the PS4 
So. Yeah, and there's also the fact that like the install base of the PS5 probably isn't where they want it yet to be. Yeah, I think that's why Sony exclusives on it. Sony mentioned in an interview recently where they were talking about a lot more games coming to PS4 than they had initially anticipated because when they first started talking about PS5, it was the PS5 is a next-gen console. It's going to have next-gen games. They're going to be separate from the PS4. That isn't really the case anymore. And I think the big thing with that is that they're so hard to get. It's impossible to get one. Yeah, there's I mean, still shortages, isn't there? Yeah. They're still really hard to fucking get, man. I was looking uh, for an Xbox for one of my friends because he was like, hey, I, I just don't have the time to put the effort in. Can you, if you spot one, can you, you know, help me out and let me know or whatever. I'm like, dude, these are, even the Xbox, both Xbox and PlayStation 5, they're still fucking impossible to get, dude. Yeah, that apparently that silicon shortage, at least uh, what Intel's saying, is supposed to last for a while. So awesome! Yeah, they Sony said they expect shortages to go into next year, which is kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's kind of expected. The shortages will happen through the summer, and then in the fall, everybody's gonna be snatching them up. Yeah, I hope the that they like. Shit. I hope that they just dropped that diskless skew. Because it feels like a waste to crank any of those out. Harder to get anyways for some reason. You know, I, I remember whenever the pre-orders first went up, if you wanted a, if you wanted the cheaper discless PS5, it was like way more impossible to get than the other one. Yeah, weird how that worked kind of surprising to me actually because wouldn't sony want that so that people just have to buy all their games from sony yeah i think that was the idea but i don't know like we could be dealing with uh two separate factions in like the playstation 5 development you know cyber corporation or whatever who one wants to try the all digital and one didn't so they compromised by having two SKUs and didn't uh didn't go great but yeah um i what my next question is um any of the little guys uh, you know little little small publishers like ea and activision <laughs> like ea activision ea is yeah. not going to be there they're having a show in july apparently oh, because they're oh, the, the cool the kids ea3 okay they're fucking cool kids and they just need their own month away from everything else to announce plans for zombies and, or something. Yeah, like fucking hell get we got FIFA and Battlefront 3 Madden Ultimate Team. Yeah. And everything else. Yeah. Activision's gonna come loaded up with twenty six Call of Duty games, one of which includes Spyro the Dragon. Dude, Call of Duty is so confusing to me now. Um I was like, I wanna play Warzone. Just Warzone. I'm gonna download Warzone. But it's not that easy, Frank. Okay? I tried to download Warzone on my PS5, and then it made me download Modern Warfare, the PS4 version. I don't want that. I don't want to play that. Um, I also don't want that taking up hard drive space on my console because the PlayStation 5 has no hard drive space, basically. Yeah, I had um, to get rid of that Modern Warfare remastered install um, after the fucking... Like, the, the thing loaded to 200 gigs... Like on the PC, 
for one game. And I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, are you giving me every single texture uncompressed or something? Don't do that. Yeah, and I don't, like, I'm playing on 1080p. I'm not, I don't need the higher res textures, even if my system can handle it. Right. So, yeah, I was, I don't know. I, I've just tried to stay away from it. I got Cold War back when it came out, and that came with Warzone. Uh, but what so is Warzone, gonna... anyway? It's a free-to-play battle royale for Call of Duty, but it couldn't make it as simple as just downloading that separately. It just, they couldn't, that's not feasible, Frank, to just oh, make that its own so isolated they, they, fucking thing. Did you have to buy a game to get Warzone? Or no, it, it's free on the store. So it's free, but you have to download the... You have the, to download stuff that's associated with Modern Warfare, like a bunch of add-ons. What dude. am I, downloading Gary's mod? What the fuck? It just get. I remember downloading it. It was like, do you want to add these? You or you need to add these add-ons to play Warzone. So I added like four of them, and then I got all these notifications of everything that was downloaded. I saw the hard drive space it was taking. I was like, it, Warzone by itself with no campaign, no multiplayer, does not, should not, take up as much hard drive space as it did. Just not. It shouldn't. So there's just like a bunch of extra shit they installed on there because. Warzone became really fucking popular. It's one of the most streamed fucking games on Twitch. And so they're probably trying to figure out a way to keep that going as its own isolated thing, separate from the game it was associated with, which was Modern Warfare. Um, so along with trying to make 10 Call of Duty games per year. Yeah, and having every single development studio that they own, it feels like, devoted Working to manufacturing it. more Call of Duty. Like, so, they should just put years on these fucking games at this point. Like, yeah. like, just, uh, what COD do you want? Give me COD 21, or whatever the fuck the latest one is. Like, because now I have to deal with, like, like, how fragmented is the player base? I guess that's that's why everything comes with Warzone, so that they have... Every, yeah, everyone just place. plays Warzone now. I don't know anybody that plays, like, Call of Duty campaign or multiplayer anymore. You know, everybody I, just plays Warzone, dude. Like, so that's just, just what Battle Call Royale of Duty... Warzone? Yeah, that... Well, they have, like, variations of that. It's just... It's not just the Battle Royale. There's, like, five or six, quote-unquote, multiplayer Battle Royale modes... Right, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that they have man yeah. point and fuck punch and all that shit, but like Yeah, all that shit. They uh, finally killed the deathmatch. Awesome. And so I'm I'm like, just make this Call of Duty now. This should just be Call of Duty. Fuck putting all like how you gotta look at the percentage of people that play your campaign and you're like team deathmatch, domination, multiplayer, and it's not high enough you to put it's nothing compared to warzone it's just yeah not. i have so, personally never played any of the campaigns in any of those games because why do i care about generic military like like it's a, like it's like every like copy of counter-strike coming with a bad tom clancy novel like one of the ghost written ones like tom clancy's eco force or some shit where he just kind of signed off on like a vague description of the plot yeah, I'm not a fan of the I'm not a fan of the Call of Duty campaigns either. A lot there's some people are and there are people that play them, but they're like six hour 
campaigns and i know that there's probably a lot of effort into it and that like kind of is f causing a fragment in the fan base and the actual community that plays the games because it's they're in this like kind of transition where most people want to play warzone but to get a campaign and like a new multiplayer you need a new call of duty every year yeah right i think that they just need to scrap it and maybe do that every like few years. Yeah, I think or what, something. I, what I would do is I would have Call of Duty just as like a game that you download. Like Warzone is now. Like everyone just download COD um, and it's like you got the free to play parts. And then if you want to buy the campaign or whatever, you get charged for that. And then you don't have to worry about having an extremely fragmented multiplayer uh, player base. You don't have to worry about having people pointlessly buy a campaign that they're never going to play and then ended up getting craft on multiplayer that isn't with the rest of the people. And so, like, because really at this point, all they can do is hope to either convert those people to Warzone when their game, like, dies, or they're just going to lose them to some other game. And maybe they're fine with that, I guess. But, you know, Activision doesn't seem to make the best moves in terms of keeping a long-term player base, they seem to just think in terms of short-term profit. Yeah, that's the definition of Activision. And that's the definition of EA, too. Like, you know. They're... Yeah, I know. So, I mean, Ubisoft's going to have um, something. They're going to have a <laughs> conference at some point. They're going to announce the Eve Gilmon next... is uh, fired on the E3 stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're going to have... They have like the typical shit, you know, Assassin's Creed, probably some new Watch Dogs game. Um, Maybe, will I finally have, be like, able to watch a dog in the new Watch Dogs game? That, that's a good question. <laughs> Hopefully, you can. I mean, if not, then what yeah, what am I here for? Uh, hopefully, they like. There's a new Rainbow Six game, like competitive shooter. I think it was called like Quarantine or Biohazard or something weird like that. Uh, hopefully they show more of that because they announced it and showed a little snippet of it. But we haven't seen anything since then and it got delayed a bit. So hopefully we see something from there. Because I do think that Ubisoft makes some good multiplayer games that are pretty unique and strategic like the division and rainbow six siege yeah. are like really good games didn't they have another really like it was games. either a rainbow six or a ghost recon game that came out recently that just seemed kind of flop like hard uh yeah ghost recon like wild yeah that was it was yeah yeah it flopped um the ghost recon games don't typically do that well honestly at some point uh, like but... it the ghost recon kind of became Pointless, because, like, I feel like it was around the time of Rainbow Six Vegas where, like, Rainbow Six kind of just ate Ghost Recon, like, and did everything that Ghost Recon would do, basically. Yep. So the idea of putting out, like, like, it makes sense why they would try to reuse that brand or something like Wildlands where they were kind of experimenting with, like, you know, we're going to have an open world. It's going to be this place where you can go in and do challenges um, I get, but I guess that's also kind of like the division. So, why? And the division is way better than any Ghost Recon game, in my opinion. So, I haven't played a Ghost Recon since Advanced Warfighter on like the 360. So, right. 
I'm not the guy to go to for up to the minute Ghost Recon opinions. Up to the minute Ghost Recon. Up to the minute Ghost Recon news. We should have a whole channel for that. Yeah, that's what this channal is now. I'd watch it. It's, it's just all gross. That's what this channel is now. Welcome. Yeah, well, this welcome. Is the new podcast. Welcome to the smooth We're ghost <laughs> burrito. <laughs> An incredibly niche podcast about ghost recon yeah. and all its all its. We, we get to put out an episode about once every lore. five years. It's <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to Steep Two, which will totally not be announced. The original yep, Steep totally even not. come out. It did, and it was like free on PS Plus somewhat recently. I downloaded it and played it a little bit, but uh, they do this thing where they make you enter like your Ubisoft account and all that. And sometimes when it's just a game I want to check out, like that sucks, and I don't want to do all that. That's why I haven't played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, despite owning it since Assassin's Creed Black Flag came out. It's a good game, Frank. You should should put in the I should play it, but I gotta like then you gotta open UPlay and sign into it and like I already have like I have origin diseasing my system already. And I'm just like, do I really wanna I really hate Do I wanna do this for pirates? Do I wanna do this for pirates? The answer is yes, you do. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. It's worth it's worth it. It's a good it's like it's my that's the best Assassin's Creed game before they started getting really good with the last three origins and odyssey and valhalla yeah i haven't played um any of the assassin's creed games that don't star Ezio, really and even the last one that really starred Ezio. Creed games anymore yeah dude. it really just seems like not. they were doing what they want with that series because they ran out of ideas and like they just know people will buy it if you have the, the name a spring blade and someone in a hoodie yeah Exactly. It's set an this Assassin's Vi- Creed game in like oh. an office. This last Viking one felt the furthest stretch from Assassin's Creed to me. Yeah, like is there even a unified like or there is, but it's just not really follow like you can't follow that anymore. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Every time they got to those parts, I was just like, yeah, no, I don't want this. Stop Which it. is really funny because the base for their lore is shit that happened. And yet they still made it extremely yeah. convoluted and confusing. I know. I was like, just get go away from it. Call this game something else. <laughs> call it call it something completely different and take all this bullshit. Yeah, but out. if they call it's it Viking time... Stab, then people won't buy it solely because it's an Assassin's Creed game and we can't have that. That's true. No, we can't. You know. They have to sell those extra games, those extra copies. Well, what else we got? Yeah, on the board? I mean the that's it, man. Um, we don't have much in terms of like schedule. It's going to be all over the place. We got a summer games fest. We're going to get a lot of news trickling out over the next few weeks. I think just random shit that comes up, and I'm I'm looking forward to it a lot. But this E3 is probably the biggest mystery to me in a very very long time. And we're going to be covering that here on whatever the fuck Trevor's YouTube channel is called. <laughs> oh, just at Slam Zany, man. Check, yeah, check it out there. I will have some videos up, and we will be doing some like recap podcasts. And you know what? We should do some like live reactions on on Twitch, Frank. If you have, if you have some time during some of these conferences, I think that'd be pretty cool too. Yeah, I should be able to make at least um, one or two of them. Uh, the only one I might have trouble with is Saturday. 
because I have an event to run um, in the evening. But yeah, other than that, I'll be around for it. Cool, cool. Yeah, let's plan on doing that. So yeah, Slam Zany YouTube, Slam Zany Twitch. It's pretty easy. There we go. Yeah, you can find me. I think that's going to be it for us uh, for this special pre-E3 episode of the Smooth Burrito. So, catch you later. I'll bring up higher right frame rate next time. You better. <laughs> and I'll bring a lower one to compensate. Okay, okay. As long as we're both at like 30, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs>